Samach Aleph, Amud Aleph, the Mishnah, today's Shear is generously sponsored. Lizchos, Rabbeinu Moshe Bar Maimin's Chusa Yogin Aleinu, who's your tights today? The Zchus of the Rambam should bring Yeshuas to the Chabura members and to Klal Yisrael, Bezer Hashem, and our partner Sachaydesh is Lili Nishmas Baruch Ben Pinchas Aryeh, who spent his entire life working on Avedis Atfila. He should be a Melitzyashim Shemaim on behalf of his beloved family, on behalf of the soldiers and captives in Eretz Akhaydesh, where he was born and raised. Aray, nice. With an Aleph and Aisher with an Ayin to our anonymous Parnas Hayyim. Should be a Schos for the Bnei Chabur and Klal Yisrael to our anonymous Parnas Hachaydesh and to his Mishpach Aloirech Yamim Taivim Amen. Amen. Rabbi Isai with a Gishmak. No, re- no, be- no better place to be, Rabbi Yitzchak. Then right here, Menachem Zalman, you mask him with a gishmak. Zok the Mishnah. Avra geder shahu gavoya daladamis. Let's say the flame, the fire, was able to pass a geder, which is four amos high. Oiderech harabim or passed over rishus harabim. You know, a river potter. Your potter that is not considered a normal. It's not considered part of your action. It, actually, the, it will be totally lachir in the lundas that we said yesterday. Either it's not considered part of your action, or you don't have to think about it. Something you shouldn't have thought about. So either way, that's why you're a potter. Allah has your potter. These are considered uh, not an extension of the fire or not something you have to think about. The Bryces is clearly not like that. For Amis is Chayev. So which way is it? So Omer Papa, the Gemara says something very interesting in how you enumerate uh, uh, numbers. And the Gemara, basically the bottom line is that for Amis is really potter. But there's two ways to say for Amis is Potter. Tana didan kachashim lamata. Our Tana starts from top to bottom. And he says as follows. Sheish Amis Potter. If it's six Amis high, you're Potter. Chamesh Amis Potter. Ad Arba Amis Potter. Including Ad Ve'ad Bechlal. Including for Amis is Potter. So for Amis is Potter. That's the uh, sheet of our Mishnah. Tana Bra, the sheet of the Braisa, goes the other way. Melamata lamayla kachashim. He goes from bottom to top. Until, meaning not including Arbamis, is Chayev. So Arbamis is basically Potter. It's just a way of where you count up. So if you're counting up or you're counting down. So Allah says, someone's going to ask you on the task and see it. Arbamis is Potter. That's Allah Chalamaisa. Even though the Brisa seems to say Chayev, that's the first bell. Even though the Brisa seems to say Chayev, the Brisa just means Ad Veloy Ad Bechlal. Omer the potter, this halacha that we said, that your potter by foramis is afilo even if it's a field of thorns, even though it's very flammable, still, the halacha is your potter. But you have to have foramis above the kaitzim. Since the kaitzim are flammable, you got to have foramis above the kaitzim because the kaitzim themselves is considered a fear game for the fire. Rav says, the only kind of fire that we're discussing over here, that this Shmira helps, is only a fire that's jumping. It's like a tall fire, jumping back and forth. But if it's a low fire that is spreading on like grass and things that are around, 
So that's much more flammable, and therefore it could even spread further than that. Even until 100 Amis, you're going to be Chayev, and that's much more of a dangerous fire, and therefore you're responsible even if it goes further than these, uh, than these heights. That's the Matthias, the fire spreads further. That's Rav Shita. He says the Mishnah is by the lower fire, which I guess travels further. has been a fire that jumps, so that's much less uh, predictable, and therefore it's much less lasting. Even a kolshuhu is potter, meaning even a small fence would be potter. And again, the concept is a lower fire is much more pa- much more powerful than a much more dangerous. Then a fire that jumps. She has two pshatim. That's going to go with this pshat Rashi, and therefore we have to be more machmer by a lower fire. That's how that's machleig is Rav and Shmuel. Tanik have said the Rav, but medavar more mikelachas alav benachvefes veeitz emitzuyim law. Well, obviously that's right. That's the Bryce is adding. It has to be eitz emitzuyim law. Has to be this that this wood that's available to it. Afilu ad mea mil chayev. Even a hundred mil. The halacha is your chayev. Over narish lulis shemer chavim chesam is potter. But if it's a nahar or a shlulis, that is a, a water, we'll see in a minute, Tegmar's going to discuss that in a minute, but if it's water, so then the halacha is, you're going to be potter, because that, even a nechfefes, the halacha is, you're going to be potter. So basically, this concept of aptur is only by a jumping fire in certain instances, but by a flying fire, by a lower fire, it's more dangerous, and the Bryce seems to say, if it passes through the river, or something like that, the halacha is it would be potter. Derech harabim, a derech harabim also potters a fire, because it travels over Rishos harabim, which is 16 amis. Mantana, who's the shita that holds? A Rishos harabim is considered a separation. Zog to Gemara, Merav Rabbalazar, he, it's Rabbalazar. Bezer Hashem, Reb Yitzchak, the Elam's dropping out like flies of it. Reb Yitzchak, if you're here, for Dav Samach Aleph, Amar Aleph, Bezer Hashem, you will be here for the Mishnah on Ahmed Beis. And on the Mishnah on Ahmed Beis, then we're going to see Avalaz Shita. And Avala. In Yushalayim Avinuya. Ben Sin, you believe it? We'll be in Yushalayim Avinuya by the time we hit Ahmed Beis? Yes, he believes it. Hashi, and Naftali for sure believes it. Yes, he believes it. But anyway, so the. Um, so Avalaz, we're going to see in a minute. Avalaz Shita is that Rishusri Abin Pater. So this mission is going like Avalazar. The Tanan, Rabbi Eliezer, Aimer, Sheish Esri Amas, Kederach, Rishusri Abin. Rabbi Eliezer Shita is 16 Amis, patters you. Eliezer, what's Rabbi Eliezer Shita? That 16 Amis, patters you. If you have a fire that travels 16 Amis, you'll be potter. It's considered as if there is a blockage in the fire. Oinahar, or a river. What does it mean, a river? So a river, the bottom of Samachal from Dalf. A river also is considered a blockage. It will stop a fire. Rav Omar, Nohar Mamish. Rav says, we're talking about a river. It means we had this case once by the shard that fell. It's an irrigation ditch. So either it means a river mamish or it means an irrigation ditch. Even if there's no water in it, since it is a very wide area, so it will block fire. Someone that says it's an irrigation ditch, an irrigation ditch, which is a small thing, if there's water, it's a half sick. If there's no water, there's no hefsik. There's a second bell. And the schus of today's Limanat Tayyaz, the schus of Rabbeinu Meishim Ramaimin, schus of Yagan Aleinu, 
whose yard site is today, this chos of the Rambam, should bring Yeshua's to the Chabur members. We mean the Chabur members of the Rambam Shir too. Both Chabur members of Mitzir. And, huh? Why? Well, you, you know, I guess so, yeah. And, the, no, you know, the Rambam goes after the Ratzin. So if you have a Ratzin to be a live member, yes. And all of Kla Yisrael and the partners of Chaydesh is Lilanishmas Baruch Ben Pinchas who spent his entire life working on Avedis Atfilah. He should be a Melitz Yeshir, Bashamayim, on behalf of his beloved family, on behalf of the soldiers and captives in Eretz HaKodesh, where he was born and raised. Today is Chaf Tevis, right? Chaf Tevis. We're two thirds through the month, Baruch Hashem, and we're holding strong. Pinchasai, we're holding strong. Two thirds through the month, we're holding stark. Anyway, you see an interesting thing that a river is considered a hefsik. And a Arisa de Deloy is considered a Hefzik. But there's a difference between them. A river that's very far, very wide is considered a Hefzik even if there's no water in it. Arisa de Deloy is only considered a Hefzik if there's no water in it. What's the shot? So the fire is Tyre. What's considered a Hefzik? When a person allows too big of a Hefzik, so then he could put out his Aisha Tyre. Even if it's a small Hefzik, if there's water there, if there's something that's dousing his enthusiasm, then even a little tiny Hefzik could be a shtar. Person has to make sure. Someone once came to Chaim Brisker and asked him if he's allowed to become a lutz. He needs a job. Daf machen parnusa. Must have he can become a lutz. If Chaim told him, you have to make parnusa. But being a lutz is a stira to limit Then you know how to do. Person, the hetter to work to be Isaac and Taira is Taira in their But to do a job that's going to stare you in your mind, that you have no right to do. So a person has to make sure that they have him that we have shouldn't chasashalom be cold water, shouldn't douse the enthusiasm, the fire, the ash of Shevet Levi. That's what we have to have, the ash of Shevet Levi that lasts l'dayre dayris. The only Shevet, the only individuals that know which Shevet they come from is Eberin HaKayin, Yabitzchik and any Levi, any Levi and any Kayin knows which Shevet he came from. Why? Because they had a passion in Avedas Hashem. The fire in Avedis Hashem lasts Ladayus. So we have to hold on to the passion. Vincian? Yehuda or Benyamin. You're one of them, but those, you don't have an identity. You don't know for sure. We assume you're from Yehuda because most of them are from Yehuda. But Lamaisa, Yehuda, Benyamin. Doesn't say clearly the only shave that we know which is. It's an amazing thing. We talk about Yehuda, Benyamin. Levi always gets ignored. Whenever we talk about Kalah Yisrael, Levi always gets ignored. Why? Because they're in, any, in the, they're in their own. Anytime, any story in Nach. Levi never gets mentioned. Talk about Desha Shvatim. What happened to Levi? No one talks about the Levi. Talk about ten Shvatim, two Shvatim. What happened to Levi? Levi's in a world of their own. The Lame Day Torah live in the world of their own. That's Shevi Rabbam says, Veloi Sheva Levi Bilvad. Anybody that learns with a passion is in a world of his own. Our job is to hold on to the Aaron to be. When Yaakov Akai, when Yaakov's Aaron was being carried, the only Shevet, that did not carry Yaakov in his iron? Levi. Levi did not carry Yaakov in his iron. <coughs> well, everyone's Levi. No, the Rambam says, Loi Sheva Levi Bavad. So everybody's Levi. So we should, no, Kviyas Eitim works. But Nachem Zalman just came over to me this morning and reiterated that Kviyas Eitim works. It works. Look around. Kviyas Eitim works. Huh? That's the problem. Well, you, <coughs> everything in life is like that. Well, I can explain it. Psychologically, I could explain to you, but everything in life is like that. When you set yourself a goal, you'll reach it. The guys that don't reach the goal that they set are automatically going to fall out to Matthias. But if you're not going to set the goal, then you know you're heading nowhere. So we have to set the goal, and then we have to try to encourage the guys. To... 
you gain some, you lose some. It's a Matthias. Whenever you set a goal to something, you're going to gain on one end, you're going to lose on the other end. Because you can't set a goal that's too high because you can't attain it. But if you don't set a goal at all, you don't head anywhere in life. That's a Matthias. The facts on the ground is, at 6.20 in the morning, the Benzian was here and maybe one other person. When I said 6.20 in the morning, you can't find the parking spot. So Kvizi Eden works. Listen, we have to be mechazik. We try our best. We spend the whole share texting people. It is what it is. You try your best. That's the best you can do. That's the best you can do. Listen, there's plenty of people that are here lishma today. Plenty of people are here lishma, and uh, yeah, yeah. Michal. Michal. Michal was an anical of Moshe Rabbeinu. Correct. He, whatever. You have to know exactly. It was a complicated story. It was about chesed. It's a complicated story. It wasn't so posh. Anyway, but that's the Yisoyed. Kairach came from Levi. There's what, there's what, there's what to say about it. Tananasa. Zok te heilu gigamara tananasa. And the Mishnah says, Ve'elu mafsikin lepeah. These are considered a hefsik for peah. A peah, you take one corner of your field for peah, and it potters the whole field. So if there's a hefsik in the field, it's considered like a separate field, and therefore you have to take another peah for the other side of the field. Every field needs payah. Just like your head needs payas, so every field needs payah. So, so if you have a half stick in the middle of the field, the halach is considered a separate field. So what separates the field? Hanachal, a stream, vashlulis, another kind of stream we'll see in a minute. A singular path, a four amas path, and a sixteen amas path. My shlulis, what's a shlulis? It means a place we're make shamim gather together. That's called a shlulis. He says it's a stream of water. It spreads wealth. It spreads water to its sides. That's why it's called a shlulis. If you say a place where make shamim go, for sure is much much bigger. It produces. It spreads water. It spreads the wealth. He holds that's not considered a hefsek. Tehanu bagani That's called like a container in the ground. It's not considered a hefsek in the ground. Zok to see our If every time we'd be mitzapel Yeshua, we'd give up, then we we we, we assumed we'd be in, we'd be in Yushalayim when we hit this mission. Maisha was still here, but he never gives up. Ayid never bends. Zok to Mishnah. Hamadlik b'sayich shelai. A person lights a fire in his rishus. Ad kama tavra adleka until where does the fire pass and it's considered out of your jurisdiction, meaning it's not your business to, it's not considered your fire anymore. How far is enough? He says it's in the middle of base core, which is an area of 30 saw. If it's in the middle of it, you look 15 saw in all directions is your responsibility. After that is not. That's the mission we had on Amin Aleph. 16 Amis is enough. Rabbi Akiva Aimer, Chamishimama. Rabbi Akiva says 50 Amis, which is bigger than this. Rabbi Shimon Aimer, Shalim Yishalim Maves Habeira, Hakol Lefiad Lake. Rabbi Shimon says everything depends on the fire. So the Gemara is going to analyze Rabbi Shimon in a moment. But we have over here three sheetas, four sheetas. Abbasman Azariah says 15 saw. Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Yezer says, 16 Amis. Rabbi Akiva says, 50 Amis. And Rabbi Shimon says, Hakol lefi hadleka, which sounds like there's no shear. There's no shear for a fire. And that's the Gemara's child. Is that true? Does Rabbi Shimon hold? There's no shear for a fire. But last lately, Rabbi Shimon, shear bedleka. 
<coughs> does Rav Shimon not hold of a shear and a fire? Ve'atanan, Rav Yitzchak, if you're here for Baba Kama, you'll be here for Baba Metziah. In Yerushalayim, Babasa, I'm sorry, Shkoyach, Babasa, in Yerushalayim, Avinuya, and over there we are going to see the halachas. If you want to set up a, if a oven in your house, how much space do you have to have to put an oven safely? So the Mishnah says, a person should not set up an oven in his house. Unless you have four amas on top of the oven, then you could set up an oven in your house. That's considered far away enough from the, the guy on top of you that you won't burn down the house. You have to have three tfachim of maziva, of plaster, of zachin to protect it under the oven. If it's a smaller oven called the kira, then you only need a tefach. So these are the shiurim that a guy has to set up in order to protect his neighbors. But if he damages, these shiurim are just to set up that you should protect your neighbors. If you damage your chayef. That's not a common shita. Shimon says, if you tell me a shear, if you do the shear, you're potter. So it's a machlaikis, Reb Shimon and Tanakama, if a shear potters you. So in our Mishnah, how could Reb Shimon seem to say that a shear doesn't potter you? If in Baba Basra, regarding fire, if Shimon seems to hold a different shear, but regarding a fire, Shimon seems to, seems to hold, a shear does potter you. How do you understand Pshad in Reb Shimon? Does he hold that a shear potters you or not? I'm Reb Nachman. All Reb Shimon means is that you have to shots up the fire. You can't say one general rule. If it's a taller fire, so you have to shots it up further. Yeah, it basically depends on the size of the fire. Logical. Reb Shimon's always there. time in the crow. Shimon's saying a logical zach, depending on the size of the fire. We pass in like Reb Shimon. That the shear is... According to the Goiva of the Delaikas. Even though the Mishnah before seemed to say, we pass like a Shimon, they have to evaluate the fire, and then you could accordingly how much space you need to consider to be considered protected. Zakta Mishnah. Hamadlik Let's say a guy lit a Gadish and there were Kalim inside the Gadish. So this halacha we had many times in the Masechta. There's a tour called Tamun. If there's something hidden, you are potter on Tamun. You're potter. You don't have to pay for something that is hidden inside a Gaddish. That's the way we pass it. We have this many times in the Masechta. Yehuda holds, you are Chayev on Tamun Ba'ish. And Amelia, you're Chayev. That's a Yehuda's Shita. You're Chayev on Tamun. That's a Yehuda's Shita. And therefore, something gets hidden inside a Gaddish, you have to pay for it. I shall say him, no, you do not have to pay for what's inside. You only have to pay for a Gaddish of Chitim and Sayyim. But let me ask you a question. Let's say there was a car buried inside this Gaddish. Right? You had a Gaddish, you had a car buried inside the Gaddish. So you don't have to pay for the car. But what about the space of the car, right? There, was, there would have been Chitim inside that space. You saw this big Gaddish. So there would have been Chitim inside the space of the car. Do you have to pay at least as much Chitim as would have been in the space of the car? Or do you say, no? Your potter on Taman completely. So we're going to see. But the, the Mishnah seems to say, you pay a Gaddish of Chitim, whatever the Gaddish would have been of Chitim, that's how much you pay. You don't have to pay for the car, but you have to pay as if it was Chitim or Sayyid. That's the Chamim seem to say, huh? 
because if, let's say a car takes out, let's say you have a Gaddish, decide a little bit, two feet around the car, but the whole car is full of car. So when you burn this Gaddish down, you thought it was a full Gaddish. Really, it's only two feet of Gaddish and the inside is the car. So you don't have to pay for the car, but the question is if you have to pay as if it was full of, of tfu. Because of what's here. Maybe you can't consider that Taman. Where? No, but, because there's no wheat here. But at least pay for the car for the amount of the wheat that would have been here. That means you saw a Gaddish. A Gaddish over here. Even though you're not Chayev on the Taman of car, but Lamaisa, a space of Gaddish, maybe you should be Chayev on. Because Lamaisa, this area in, in, in your... You don't have to know about it, but the point is, this area, from the way it looked, was full of good. Now, if it would have been hollow, you wouldn't have to pay. But now that you're a Mazak Akar, possibly, we'll say the Gemara, possibly you should be chayev to pay as if it's full of chitim. We'll say the Gemara, we'll talk about it, let's see. So, I think about So, the kids that, uh, we didn't finish the Mishnah, yeah? One more piece. So, the Chams say you don't pay for Talmud, you pay for Gaddish of chitim, I'll say, yeah? Haya Gedi Kafas Lai, if there was a Gedi tied down, the Eved Samach Lai, and an Eved was next to it, the Nisraf Imai Chayev, and it gets burned, you're Chayev, you're Chayev on the Gedi. On the Eved, your potter, because the Eved should have ran away. But on the Gedi, your Chayev, we had this case once. Eved, Kafas Lai, if the Eved was tied down, or Gedi Samach Lai, and the Gedi was next to it, Finis Afimine got burned, potter, your potter, why? Because Kalna Bidir Aminai. You Chayev Misa on the Eved, and therefore your potter on the Gedi. Since you killed the Eved, you Chayev Misa on the Gedi, your potter on. O Maidim Chachalam Le Abihuda. So this is a Chiddush, we didn't have this before. Even though there's a Ptur Taman, so let me ask you a Shiloh. <coughs> Let's say. A guy burns down a house. A guy burns down a house. See, he could say, listen, I'm only chayev to pay for the house. I, the guy, has a couch inside and a computer and a chveis, all the that he has in his house. It's Talmud. It's hidden in the house. And I'm putter on anything inside the house. So the Mishnah says, no, that's not called Talmud. It doesn't make sense that you should, just because it's not seen on the outside, that's not called Talmud. If you have a needle in a haystack or something else in the haystack, Ta'alach is your chat, your potter. That's Talmud. But if you burn down a house just because the door is closed and you don't see what's inside the house, that's not going to potter you on Talmud. Big Chiddush, we didn't have it still now, but that's what Gemara says. We pass like this. If a guy burns down a house, you have to pay everything in the house. That's not considered Talmud. It's inside the house. If you have something that's inside a box, and you know what's inside the box, that's not Talmud. If you have a box of diapers, and you bring down the box of diapers, even though you can't see the diapers, but the box says diapers on here. So Mela, it's not considered Talmud. Talmud has to be hidden. It's not enough that it's covered. Talmud has to be hidden. If it's not hidden, it's not considered Talmud. We'll see about that in the Gemara, but that's the din. Yes, if it's like Zev. Yes, we'll see in the Gemara about that. Absolutely. Very good. We'll see about the Gemara about that. Ah, uh, because you could claim anything, right? When a guy does insurance claims, he claims he was a diamond dealer and his whole house is full of diamonds, right? That's what you claim. It's called Geneva, by the way. Zaytig Yemaya. Amar of Kahana Machlaikis. Huh? Zaytig Yemaya. Amar of Kahana Machlaikis. Bimadlik. Now we're going to need another Chiddush in Eish. The Gemara is going to say another Chiddush, which we didn't have yet. The Gemara is going to say the only time. We have a tour of Taman. Let's see it. Machlaikis bimadlik b'seich shaloi. If you make a barbecue in your backyard, and it goes into your friend's backyard. So it started by you, and it traveled to your friend. Rabbi Yehuda says you're chayv on Taman. 
For Rabbanan Patri, the Rabbanan say your potter on top of it. Let's say you go to your friend's field and you light the fire of the air. You have to be pay even Tamun. This is your Khanas Khidish. If you're pay if you're burning a fire by your friend's property, it's as if you push it, smashed his Gaddish. You're right, you used Aish, but it's as if you mamish smashed his Gaddish. You walked into his property, you burned his Gaddish, the Allah is your chayev for everything that's inside. This is Kahana's Chiddush. Avali Rava, Ihachi, if that's true, Adetani Seifa, the Seifa, the Mishnah says, Maidim Chacham and Rabbi Yehuda, Bimadli Keshabira, Shemeshalim Kama Shemeshaicha, the Seifa says, if you burn down a bira, you have to pay what's inside, Shekin Derech, when the Adam and the we said this before, if you burn down a house, you have to pay what's inside, why do you have to switch to a case of a house, Lift like the Lisnibidida? Pick the same case of a Gaddish and say like this. The only time your potter on Taman is if you started a fire in your property. But if you light in your friend's field, you have to pay for everything. Khan is right that if you pay, if you light in your friend's field, there's no heter of Taman. And the only heter of Taman is if you lit in your field, then why didn't the mission just say that case? Hello, my Rava, Betarti, please. So Rava disagrees with Avkana. There are two machloiksin regarding Tomun. Let's pay attention to this. There are two machloiksin regarding Tomun, two cases. Pligi b'madlik b'seich shaloi. One case is if you lit the fire in your rishos, v'hal chavach l'beseich shechaver, and it went and it burned in somebody else's rishos. So you started in your backyard and it traveled. Vir, Rabbi Yehuda Mechayev atan be'esh. There's one machlaikis if you're chayiv on Taman or not. That's if you started in your Rishos. Let's say you go into your friend's Rishos and you start the fire. There's another machlaikis there, but there it's a little bit different. I think I was going to explain the difference of the machlaikis. So there is a difference where the fire started. If the fire started in your Rishos, according to the Cham Yipotar on Taman, according to Abiyudi Yechayiv. If you started the fire in your friend's Rishos, so then it makes a difference. Rabbi Yehuda says you have to pay everything that is inside the Gaddish, even a purse, even something that does not belong in the Gaddish. Yechayef, Yechayef in all cases of Tamad. Kalim that usually hide in a haystack. Kegayin meirigin, ukleibakar, different kinds of farming kalim, which people used to hide in the haystack. Who did Mishalim? Kalim she'ain da'akal ha'atim e'gadish. Loi Mishalim. Kalim that you don't usually hide in the Gaddish, you do not pay. So there's a difference. There are bon and pater, when you light in Yerishos, and Allah Chalamais, I have to get to tune into this Allah. If you make a barbecue in Yerishos, and then it travels to somebody else's Yerishos, and it burns down his Gaddish, the Allah is your pater on whatever is in the Gaddish. According to the Chamim, your pater on whatever is in the Gaddish. If you started the fire in your friend's rishos, so then we minimize the p'tur. The p'tur is only for something that is usually not in the Gaddish. If you have something that is in the Gaddish, so then the halacha is even according to the chamim, your chayv. So this halacha of taman is not so simple anymore. Till now we thought taman is pater. It's not so simple. First of all, if you have a house and it's not considered hidden at all, your chayv and everything. Second of all, if you have a Gaddish 
And sometimes people hide these items in the Gaddish. You hide your pitchfork, and you hide in the Gaddish. So then, if you lit the fire in your friend's Rishos, the Allah is, you're going to be chayv on things that usually hide in the Gaddish. But things that you don't usually hide in the Gaddish, that is considered Taman, real Taman, and there you're going to be potter even according to the Chavim. That's the Gemara comes out of Maskana. That's the Halacha of Taman. Amayar Dikadin. Zatimar, the bottom of Samech, Aleph, Amad Beis, Taner Abanan, Hamadlik Es HaGadish. A guy lights a Gadish. Vahayu by Kalim, there were Kalim inside the Gadish. The Dalku, and they burned. Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Mishalim, Komashe, Rabbi Yehuda says you have to pay for everything. Because Rabbi Yehuda does not hold of the Ptor of Taman Bechlal. Vacham, Aymer, no. Eina Mishalim, Ela Gadish, Shalchitim, Oi Gadish, Shalsayim. The Chum say you pay a Gadish of Chitim or Sayim, but, this is what we were discussing before, Virayin Makim Kalim Ki'ilu Humalei Tfua. Very interesting thing. You look at the place where the Kalim are as if it's full of Tfua. And Averna kind didn't understand this before, and really he's right, because Manavshach, there's no Tfua here, Mechlal. So it's very nice that you had a rake in there and you didn't know the rake was there. Well, Mai said there's no Tfua here, but Akapadim, it's a war in the Gemara that the worth of wheat that would take up the place of this rake, you're chayiv to pay. An interesting thing. But that's the thing. The halach is you're chayiv to pay at least for the space that this item that was hidden took up. That's only if you lit a barbecue in your rishos and it traveled to your friend's rishos. Then the halach is your potter only in, in, in a case in anything that's inside the Gaddish. If you lit, if you lit in your friend's Rishos, you have to pay for everything that's in there. And obviously, Rabbi before said, it's only thing that belong in there. But anything that belongs in there, you have to pay. If you allowed him to put a Gaddish in your property, you let him make a Gaddish by you, and what he did was, he told you he's putting a pile of chitim. But he hid inside the chitim expensive items. So, and then something happened and it got damaged. You only have to pay for the Dmei Gaddish. Why? Because you only gave him a shus to put a Gaddish here. Even though he hid whatever he wanted to hide in there. But he had no shus to do that. So therefore you're only responsible for a Gaddish. Let's say you allowed him to do chitim, and he did sayim. Right? You told him he could put chitim in. And then, for some reason, he decided to put sayim in. Or sayim, v'higdish chitim. Or you told him sayim, and he put chitim there. Chitim is more expensive than sayim. Or chitim v'chipan b'sayim. Let's say he put chitim there, but he covered with sayim. So you thought it was sayim. You gave him a shos for chitim. But I say he covered it with Sayyim, so you thought you're only accepting responsibility for Sayyim, even though you gave Mishus Vachitim. You gave Mishus Vachitim. Well, Amaisa, he covered it with Sayyim. So in your mind, it was Sayyim. Or Sayyim Vachipan Vachitim. Or it was Sayyim and he covered it with Chitim. So you thought it was Sayyim. So you thought it was Chitim, but really it was Sayyim. In all of these cases, you only pay Sayyim. Why? Even though you allowed him to put chitim, but in a case where you thought it was sayim, so you, you lowered your shmir, right? If you have a responsibility to guard something that's very expensive, you're going to hire uh, armed chevra to guard it. If it's only a goddess of sayim, you won't be so careful about it. Well, if you don't 
You, oh, what's it? You did. I didn't understand. You were here the whole time. I didn't realize. You were talking. I didn't realize. But anyway, so the halacha is you are a goddess. Huh? Absolutely, but I'm just not sure what it has to do with this gemara. Okay, <laughs> tomorrow, Mr. Shem, six twenty tomorrow. But any, but anyway, no, it's interesting. Did <coughs> that means I gave the guy rishus to put in chitim. He put in sayim. I'm only responsible for sayim, even if he put chitim and he covered it with sayim. Since in my mind it was sayim, talach is amputer. Maya dekedet. Amarava hanaisin dinar zav leisha. If a guy gives a dinar zav to an isha. I don't know, this shows why it says an Isha exactly, but Yesh line. But he gave his dinar zav to an Isha. For Amr Allah, he said, Hizari bai shall kesefu. It's, it's a dinar of kesef. Maybe you can only tell it to a woman. But Akbar, he gave her a golden dinar, and he told her it's kesef. Hizikasai, let's say she damaged. So now, really, she thought, even though she took a dinar zav, but he told her it's kesef. So his ikasa, if she smashed it, she ruined it. Mishalam is dinarzav. Then she still has to pay a dinarzav. Why? Mishum damala, my havalach kabei dazikte. Who? Why? Why you mishigana? You start breaking things. There's no reason in the world that you broke it. So in hilchas mazik, you're chayiv. Let's say she destroyed it, she's chayiv. So if a mayor dikalamdis, it means even though we said before you're only accepting responsibility for whatever you see in front of you, that's only if it happened on its own. But if you go ahead and you smash it by yourself. You're considered a mazik. If you smash the dinar's off, it's too bad. You're a mazik. A mazik's chayv no matter what you thought it was. You're always chayv. So if she smashed it, she's chayv. Why did the Columbus? No, yeah. <laughs> possible. Pasha boy, Pasha boy, but let's say she was a Pesheya, so then she it was a Shail of Shmira. She was a mazik. It. She only has to pay Kasef. Why? So, I only accepted silver. I did not accept gold. So, an interesting thing if you didn't know what it was, if it's a Shmira question, so then the Allah is, you have to pay whatever you accepted. If you were Mazik, so then the Allah is, you have to pay whatever it is. Because you have no right to eat the item. Very interesting thing. So I would assume that I'm not sure why it says a woman. No, no, the not. I would assume I don't know. I'm not sure why it says Tafka woman. It's possible that maybe the Pshad is maybe only a woman would make a mistake. I don't know. I don't know the materials. I don't know the materials. I don't know why it's picks Tafka woman. If she smashes it. No one asks you to smash. If I tell you, if I give you a box and I tell you there's a box, a tissue box in here. And really, there's a golden diamond in there. And you smash it. You're going to be having the golden diamond. I don't care what you thought it was. If you walk in the street and you smash something, you see a vase. You thought it was a $5 vase. And it comes up. It's a, a, a give me a name, uh, whatever, Lembrand uh, edition. And it's a $500,000 vase. I don't care. It's doesn't make a difference. If you, I'm asking the case. You walk in the street. You see a vase. You think it's a $5 vase. Lamai said it's a $500,000 vase. You have to pay for whatever you're mazik. Whatever you're mazik, you have to pay. It's too bad on you. But if you're Peshea, then it depends on whatever you're Mekabal Shmir. There's a very important halacha. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Some people keep money in their freezer. Right, Obliyaza? Cold cash. Some, not you. But some people keep money asking for a friend. They keep money in the freezer. So there was once a guy that stayed by someone for Yom Tif, and the power went out and the meat in the freezer all spoiled. So he took all the meat and he threw it in the garbage can. 
And then he found out that in the meat was all this guy's life savings. Is he responsible no. to pay or not? No. Okay, Yehuda? You should have been there from the beginning. You would have mommy, she would have given us such insight. It's not so posh it. Yesh line. He, who gave him right? Who gave him a right to throw out the meat? Did anyone say he could throw out the meat? I'm a, I'm a, it's a good child. It's a very, very good child. When we start our business halacha for life here, we'll discuss this. It's a very valid child. If you look at it from an American perspective, sue him, sue him. But from the terrorist perspective, it's very possible that you're chayv. And again, it's telling this lundus, you're a mazik. If you're a mazik, even though you thought something else, it's very nice you thought something else. Lamaisa, you're a mazik, and a mazik is chayv to pay.